Assalamu alaikum and thank you for logging on to the first installment of the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. Farrakhan Speaks is a weekly podcast produced from lectures by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. This week's podcast is taken from the lecture Minister Farrakhan delivered October 15, 2005 at the historic Millions More Movement rally on the Mall in Washington, D.C. Here, the minister is addressing the government's lack of concern for the needs of the people, necessitating the unity of the black, the brown, the red, and the poor to meet their own needs. You would make a mistake and waste valuable time thinking that there is moral correctness to serve the needs of the poor. That we must dispel. We must go back home and organize as never before. Let me give you a picture to take with you. Katrina grew to a number 12 tropical storm. And then she grew to become a category one hurricane. What was the difference between Katrina as a number 12 tropical storm and a category one hurricane? It was the degree of organization within that storm. The more organized it became, it went up in category to two, to three, to four, to five. And then you saw people fleeing by the hundreds of thousands, fearing the consequence of the onslaught of a number four or number five hurricane. What is the lesson? The more we are organized, the more we can generate power to change reality. The more we unify, the more power we can generate to change reality. I thank God for the leaders that spoke today, and I pray that we all are sincere. But I think that all of us in leadership need to be made accountable. Because there are those who are lip professors who will come among us and say, surely we are with you. But when they are alone, as the Quran says, with their devils, they say, we are only mocking. But Allah says in the Quran, in their hearts is a disease. And Allah increases that disease because they lie. I want all of the leaders. This is a very dangerous time to play with the destiny of the people. I want all of us. If you love life, then don't play games with the destiny of a people who are crying to breathe free. Organizing is serious. 
and there are those who don't want to see us unified. This is written of in scripture. There's a picture, I think it's in the book of Daniel, of a great image of a head of gold, a breastplate of silver, legs of iron, and a feet of iron mixed with miry clay. Gold is the heaviest metal. That's the head, so it's top heavy. That's the rich. The breastplate of silver. The next richest. But the legs that support the head of gold have feet that have iron mixed with miry clay. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that that foot represented the weakness of the world that we are living in. We're living in a world where the rich are a few and the poor are many. But it is the poor that are supporting the rich and that's why the rich hate anyone who can stimulate the consciousness of the poor. Those of you who are Christian, it was the poor that heard the message of Jesus gladly. And because they heard his message gladly, the Roman rulers were frightened of Jesus and they had to come against him because stirring the poor is like messing with those feet of iron mixed with miry clay since it was a weak foundation for such a heavy head. If you disturb the poor, the rich come down. So a movement here is dangerous to a few, but that few have power over many. Are you sure that you want a movement? Are you sure that you want to organize effectively to change your reality? If you are sure, then be ready for severe opposition. There is no idea worth anything that is not tested by opposition. Opposition is as necessary as the wind that blows and the sun that shines in order to test the strength of the idea and the strength of those who support the idea and the commitment of those to the idea, we are going to be tested by opposition. So when we go back home, 
know that our work has just begun. What should we do when we go back home? Since the government has shown us that they really don't care, we can't let another catastrophe come and we are not prepared. Do you agree? The Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, but the Word didn't stay a Word. The Word became flesh and dwelled among men. It makes no difference what we say, because a lot of us are good talkers. But it will make a difference what we do. What we say can only become flesh if we go from this place and mobilize and organize street by street, block by block, house by house, so that we can accomplish that which we desire for the good of ourselves and our people. Now, it seems to me that I want to ask some questions. And I hope you will be ready to respond properly. I think that we should form a ministry of health and human service. Think about this. Since Jesus said, those who would be chief among you, let them be your servant, then we in leadership and our organizations are not to master the people but to serve the people. So if such a disaster comes again, we need a ministry of health and human service to look after the health needs of the black, the brown, the Native American, and the poor. President Castro offered America over 1,500 doctors that spoke English to help with the tragedy of Katrina. Our government, very proud, did not accept those doctors. I think we should find a way to accept them because our people need medical attention. If the government won't permit us to do that, we have a just cause to make them show a just cause why we who have hospitals closing in Washington and in cities across the country, why don't we need doctors? 
Now, President Castro has offered blacks in America 500 scholarships to go to Cuba to study medicine with only one stipulation. And that stipulation is that we must bring that medical knowledge back and practice it in our own communities. Let's take Fidel Castro up on that offer. And I'm asking all of our doctors, when we go back home, let us form a ministry of health and human service that we can use to serve the needs of the black, the brown, the red, and the poor of this nation. We need a ministry of agriculture. The black farmers are suffering. We need to unite our black farmers make their land productive and tie that land to the needs of the city. A ministry of agriculture. The Native Americans have the largest tracts of land and they are willing, according to what I learned from Brother Bob Brown of the All African People's Revolutionary Party, they are willing to lease millions of acres if we are ready to go to work. To do what? As long as we keep our mouth in the kitchen of our enemy, we will never have good health. We must provide food for ourselves because the merchants of death are feeding the American people and they are tied to the pharmaceutical companies. They create disease on one hand through the improper raising of food and livestock and then they make pills on the other hand to correct what they've created. We need a ministry of agriculture because Farming is the engine of every nation and we need to provide for ourselves the things that we consume. And this will cause us to want to build supermarkets in every city. This will cause us to want to build canning factories and frozen food factories so we can take our product from the ground and can it, take our product from the ground and freeze it and put it into our own supermarkets. This we can do, it's not a big thing. It's just we need to think out of the box. A ministry of agriculture. We need a ministry of education. Let's unite all of our educators. Thank you for listening to this installment of the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. Be sure to log on for the next installment drawn from the same lecture from October 15, 2005. To purchase this lecture in its entirety, go to store.finalcall.com. And remember to log on to the website of the most widely circulated black newspaper in the country for all of your news and information. The Final Call at finalcall.com.